Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. everybody, this is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. Very excited to be with you today. Joined by our, my assistant beat writer, Zeke Trezevant. Zeke's back in Vegas. I'm with the team here in West Virginia today. It's in Greta Greenbrier. It's great to be here. Zeke, it's been quite a week here. A lot going on with the team. I'm going to ask you point blank. I, I feel better about the Raiders' chance at a win here than I did when the season uh, started before the Buffalo, I mean, the Bronco game. It's a, you know, it's certainly an uphill battle. We know what Coach Shula said. Anytime you win in the NFL on the road, it's a steal. But this is a Bills team that I think, even with the Raiders coming, are better as of right now at this moment. And it's at home in Buffalo. It's a tall task. Give me your thoughts about this game just the task at hand not your prediction the task yeah it's definitely a tall task no matter how you slice it up I mean it's a tough task to go into Buffalo and win that game I mean if for another no other reason just it's so far away logistically uh then you add it to the fact you know the football team actually that's on the field that the Bills uh, present uh then you also look at the fact that the Bills just lost a very disappointing game uh to the Jets uh, not too long ago so I think all of those things add to a very tough game for the Raiders um, for a lot of different aspects, but it's not impossible uh, for them to win. No, not at all. And this is not like, you know, again, it's it's not a game that's that's far reaching or even an impossibility in the least, but we're not trying to make it sound like that at all. Uh, let's talk about that physicality of the Raiders offensive line. It was evident. Mm-hmm. It was very, very evident. And I talked with Jimmy Garoppolo about it yesterday. People can go back and watch that video where he talked about he could hear it. Uh, you know, obviously couldn't see it. His eyes were downfield, but he could hear it. 
I talked with Greg Van Roten today in the locker room about it. We'll have those videos up later um, where he was just talking about, you know, it was extremely physical. Andre James and I talked about a lot of them and I talked about it. This Raider team, we saw it all in camp. I was standing next to you the first day in pads when Josh McDaniels had them tackling hard to the ground. I'm just the, the, they wanted a physical team and they got it. This is old school Raider football. 100%. And if you remember correctly, that was the very first day of pads. They were tackling to the ground. And that's not really all that common uh, in the NFL. And like you said, uh, you know, it's not all that common at any level. I've never seen it before in high school. I used to do high school football games for 10 years. Um, you know, the weekly, why I covered college, the big power five and the NFL, never seen it ever on the first day. Yeah, and it, it set the tone, you know, it set the tone for the whole season and kind of, you know, how the Raiders wanted to approach the season. So um, I think one thing, you know, alluding to what you said about when you spoke to Jimmy, uh, Jimmy also said that he could feel the physicality of the offensive line, right? He said he could feel it. And, and, you know, that, that says a lot, you know, because you got to understand, obviously, you know, the offensive line is keeping the quarterback clean, right? So for him to be able to feel it and not even be right there close to the line, that says a lot. And if he could feel it as the quarterback, I'm sure the defensive line uh, felt it as well for the Broncos. Let's talk about the Raiders on offense. If they're going to win this game, they're going to have to attack the edge and the linebackers. So that first seven to 10 yards is going to be the absolute most important. And man, when you're talking about short distance in the running game, you're talking about um, the offensive line. Now Thayer Mumford is a guy that played the jumbo tight end last week and played it very well. So if you're trying to get stuff on the edge, you're going to need him, Austin Hooper and Michael Mayer. I know that, you know, Hoop had a couple of big catches. I know that Mayer, you know, did not do all that he wanted to do catch wise, obviously, but he was physical at the point of attack. Those tight ends, those tackles, it's going to be huge on the edge. Is it not? Yeah, hundred percent. The running game and in the short passing game specifically, um, th those are going to be the Raiders' best friends going into Buffalo. Um, they have to ride those until the wheels wheels fall off. And then, um, assuming uh, Myers plays and and obviously um, Devontae he plays, that's when you start to kind of hit the the longer passes when when the time comes. But it's going to be pivotal that they lean on their strengths um, in terms of running the ball in the short passing game to get them uh, some scores up in Buffalo because. Uh, the team is going to go as the offense goes. So they're going to have to score some points. If And if they don't score points, at least have the drives go longer so you can keep that Bills offense off the field. Yeah, and I think if you're looking, if you're a Raider and you're a Raider fan and you're looking for encouragement, look at that last drive in the Broncos. The place was going crazy. And they knew they just had to get the ball back. And bam, the Raiders just ran it right down their face. Um, yeah. Again, I said earlier in the week, I, I – right after the game against the Broncos and Monday that I was hearing people thought Jacoby would be available. Now I'm hearing that they, they don't, they're not betting on it. They're not convinced. Don't necessarily believe that, okay. but man, how we talked about the depth of this Raider receiving core here comes all pro Hunter, Hunter, Hunter Biden, sorry, Hunter Renfro who jumps right in. And that's not a bad combination. Devonte Adams and a Hunter Renfro. If Jacoby's not able to go. 
100%. And that depth being there at the receiver in the receiving room is it's a great thing, especially right now when it comes to the injury. So um, this is going to give Hunter his chance to uh, kind of get back uh, in the swing of things. Uh, no, I don't believe there's any catches for Hunter last week. Uh, no, no targets None. for him. None. Yeah, no targets as well. So uh, this is going to give him that chance to kind of get back in, into doing what he does and getting some nice catches. So um, I, I guess maybe resting Myers will be um, probably what's best long term. Um, because he is a, a huge part of the offense, as we saw. Uh, but they're again, they're deep at receivers, so I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I think another big one is is you know JJ Josh Jacobs is so good at bouncing, just you know deciding where he wants to go and going. I was talking with uh, Andre James about that today, the center in the locker room. And to me, I think a big key with him is I, he doesn't have to have a hundred yards, but you want to see him up north of eighty. You want to see him up there. You know, making some guys, getting more reps. Uh, to me, Josh Jacobs is going to have to be a workhorse. Doesn't have to do it all, but he's got to be a workhorse on Sunday for the Raiders to win. Your thoughts? He is the X factor for the team. Um, if he can either get some long runs going um, or, again, catch the ball out of the backfield and break some tackles, he's going to have to break some tackles. That's really what it comes down to and get some yards after contact. If he does that at a, at a high rate like he generally does, uh, they're going to they're going to do well. I really think so. But he is pivotal. There's no way Josh Jacobs can have a subpar game and they win on, on Sunday. It's not possible. I'm going to give you another name that um, we'll talk about next week. But again, another name that if the Raiders win this, I think is going to be key. And this may surprise you, DeAndre Carter. Um, that's a guy with a lot of speed. He's very elusive to me. That's a guy if you're going to be attacking um, the edges, if you're going to be attacking some boundaries, if you're going to be attacking the flats, DeAndre Carter's a name you got to remember, and potentially Trey Tucker. And that's actually what I was going to ask you was uh, how is Tucker looking? Um, because obviously, with um, you know with Myers going down, you, obviously Rimpro steps up as well. But you know Tucker is the is the prime name that you're thinking. Hey, if there's somebody that steps up, it's got to be him, right? What, what's what's your thoughts? Yeah. And today I was watching him work the jugs machine and he was working at full speed on the jugs, which for people that don't know what that is, it's a machine you put the football into and it shoots it at you. He was at full speed at 10 yards. Bam, bam, bam. It, it was fun. I was standing there with, um, I think it was, uh, well, I don't remember who it was. I, I, for some reason, I think it was, I thought it was, it may have been Adam Hill from the Las Vegas review journal and bam, just watching him catch those balls in short distance. Yeah. But I think DeAndre is a name that we could be potentially talking about. Um, if the Raiders were to get an upset on Sunday, Trey Tucker is another name. I don't think we'd necessarily be talking about him as a main cog, but certainly having a big part. Let's flip the script over to the defense. Pressure, 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 pressure. Since Josh, um, Josh Allen has lost Brian Dayball to go be the head coach of the Giants, he's struggling. Um, he's had a lot of turnovers. He's forcing the ball all of last year. He did it. He did it in the first game and it's hard to complete a pass when you're laying on your ass and you want to see Josh Allen under pressure. Got to make him uncomfortable. You have to make him uncomfortable because you, obviously you can't let a quarterback of his stature not be uncomfortable. And then obviously, like you said, he's turned the ball over at a high rate, led all quarterbacks last season with 19 turnovers. Um, and then again, obviously, this past uh, Monday, that was another four turnovers right there. So um, make them uncomfortable and some good things will happen. Um, and if you're looking for a team to to get some turnovers against, you know, it's, de it's definitely got to be the Bills right now. Yep, agree with you. Um, now let's talk about a couple of other things that I don't think is getting enough conversation. 
Marcus Peters, Jacorian Bennett, Nate Hobbs. They're nickel. That's that's their three corners. And you're, those guys, they're going to be on an island. Mm-hmm. And that the the more the better they play, the more guys in the box. So let me explain to people at home who don't understand that the box is between um, the tackle shoulders or tight ends, outside shoulders if there's tight ends that are up against the tackle, and it's five yards to where the linebacker, the middle linebacker's feet rests, and five yards to where the quarterback, if he was in a shotgun, or the feet of the running back are. That's a box. And if you're able to go one-on-one, so there's three receivers and you're not worried about double coveraging anybody, you got more guys in the box, thus the ability to get more pass rush and the ability to stop the run. How big are those three corners in one-on-one coverage? They're huge, all three of them. And they actually kind of speak to just how well thought out this roster was uh, by Ziegler, by McDaniels and company. Because again, Nate Hobbs, you, you can leave Nate Hobbs, you can leave Peters, you can leave all three of those guys by themselves. And then another tidbit you do is you throw Divine Diablo in there, who's, again, basically like another uh, defensive back in there. And it allows you to do so many different things when you don't have to worry about sending an extra guy or two to defend certain areas of the field. So the fact that the defensive coordinators can just say, you know what, we know that, hey, those islands are taken care of and we can go play football underneath. It's huge. It has completely changed their defense in ways that people may not understand. It takes away a lot of what the offense can call. When they, when they know, hey, we can't throw the ball this way or that way, we can only throw it here or there. Uh, there's a lot to be excited about about the, de- about the defense, and uh, it was pretty cool to see them come together on Sunday. And I thought Marcus Epps, again, I, we said all offseason, you're not going to see a ton of, of um, stats, but, mm-hmm. man, he had guys in places. He, he was If you watched him, he was moving them around. He'll be back there, quarterback in those corners. They're going to be just fine. Let's talk about Divine Diablo, who I thought had a terrific football game. His tackling in space was really good. I think there's much more. Yes. He's got a much bigger upside. I'm not saying that he's a completed project, but I thought Divine Diablo played very well. Man, he was somebody I was keeping an eye on. He was somebody that I'm like, hey, you have to go have a good game um, because all eyes have kind of been on him uh, this offseason in terms of just how important he is to that linebacker group. And he showed up on Sunday. I had a very high grade in terms of uh, PFF, in terms of coverage. I think it was a, a 80 or 90, if I'm not mistaken, uh, grade. And then, again, he just he just played very well across the board, st- stopping the short passes, played well in coverage whenever he did drop back. Uh, he actually had a really important uh, batted down pass uh, as, the, uh, as the Broncos were going in the score. So he showed his value. And like you said, there's even more growth to be had. You know, I think if he puts on a little bit more weight and still keeps that speed even more so, uh, he's 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 probably the best linebacker they have. Yeah, a lot of fun there. And then let's talk special teams. I was with Daniel Carlson today. He's clearly emerged as the best kicker in the NFL. And um, he's just ice in his veins, Carlson. He's been phenomenal. This is a game where the Raiders are going to need points. This yes. isn't going to be a 17-16 game. It isn't going to be a 17-14 game. Nothing wrong with field goals. I think they're going to get some field goals. Hear me. You know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they had two or three field goals, but they're going to also have to get some 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 touchdowns. And and but to me, every point's going to be valuable. And when you're in that position, who better to have than Daniel Carlson? And and then AJ Cole reciprocally punting. Yeah, and you know one one is there one is there to flip the field, and one is there to you know like you said help you get those points when maybe you can't get the seven. So uh, special teams, like they always say, special teams have to be special. Um, all three phases of the game are important. So, uh, like you said, two of the, you got a best one of the best punters, one of the best kickers in the league. It helps uh, tremendously. 
All right, let's get let's kick it off now. We're we're down now to the brass tacks. Uh, you know this. I have ten areas in which I grade a game for who I think's going to win it, and I go. With, I have a lot of offensive line, defensive line, who's at home, all of that kind of stuff, talent, all of it. Coming into this game, I had uh, 7.5 to 2.5. Remember, that's not points. It's just points on my judgment scale. That Buffalo would win this game. I still think Buffalo's better. I don't think Buffalo's going to play as poorly as they did in the last game. This is their home opener. A lot of emotion. DeMar Hamlin. Um, it's just going to be a, a night. But I also think that it's not as... Um, Anywhere close to a 7-5 game. I've got this as a 6-4 game with the push being the Bills at home. So if they were to play this game 100 times, I think the Bills would win 60. So that's not an upset by any stretch of the imagination. But I'm going to ride with the Bills 24-23. I think it's super close. The, the, the line started at 9.5. It's down to 8.5. And, and again, 24-23, I'm riding – with the Bills, an upset would not surprise me. A loss here is really no big deal. I still think they go nine and eight. Um, and losing on the road to a very good team, whether it's by one point or ten point, is irrelevant. I still think this is a, a Raider team that's improving, and that that's right on my track because it's an expected loss. Your thoughts, Zeke? Come on, I've got my magic pen. Let's go. Yeah. So listen. So you know, we talked we talked very briefly about this earlier, but my my guess was my prediction was uh, Bills score twenty one to fourteen. Now I I think the Raiders can win the game. I really do think that the potential is there, but there's just so many different things that I think weigh against them. And like you said, it, it lose this game. They're already kind of playing with house money a little bit with the divisional win uh, against the Broncos and then another divisional game against the Chargers here coming up uh, in a week or two. So they could easily win that second game against the Chargers and be, what, 2-1, and 3-1 and one, and uh, be a top of the division. So I think here their most important thing is to go have a good showing, try to get better, uh, but I have them losing. Now, I do think it's going to be a closer game than my 21-14 prediction. Um, I sent that into you uh, yesterday, and I've been thinking about it since. But I, I think officially I'll go 21-14. I would not be surprised to see the Raiders win. Uh, but I've got Bills going with the W here. You know, a win would not surprise me either. But our job is not to be fans. It's to look at it analytically. And if they played 100 times, I think the Bills win 60. So I'm going to give them the edge. Going to be a good one. Thanks. I'm Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. That's De uh, Ezekiel Trezevant. He's our assistant beat writer also from our Sports Illustrated's uh, Fan Nation Las Vegas Raiders. Great to have you all with us. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you. Game day's coming, baby. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, 
To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider Production on the Fans First Sports Network. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.